And welcome back. A little bit of a louder intro because of Kobe said so. Something was special. He wasn't. Continue. <laughs> what a clown. <laughs> we finally have Cobb back. Hello. Cobb is back from nearly death. Really? He was in the Amazon. He was in He okay. was fighting off pirates. Yep. And then got put under a spell by Enchantress, but he's here. So the real story is MH370 never disappears. Oh. All right, I was the lone survivor <laughs> on the plane crash. <laughs> so I'm back now. So do I know where the plane is? No. Do I know where everyone else is? Yes, they're dead. Well, well we're all in shock here. <laughs> this is, yeah, I think this is pod, first pod in about a month that we've all been in the same room. Can we hold each other's hands? Like, yep. touch each other? Hello. Connect. Come on, Kobe, touch me. Right Hello. Now. Oh, touch we're me. touching each other. Ah. Anyway. <coughs> Did we just have a group session? Yes, yeah, And then did. Dil just coughed, which means he still has COVID, which means we're now infected. Oh, Correct. please, give it to me. <laughs> give it Injected to me. Little, little shout out, just quickly. Uh, the person who uh, took over my position last week, Cameron Newkitch, mm. is currently dying. Of COVID. Of COVID, yep. yes. Now so, has COVID. So. Um, he sent through a few uh, photos of him with a, a Vic stick up his nostril. I'm the only full-time member not to get it. I haven't got it, mate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Well done. Well played. Burn. All righty, let's start off once again with the people's voice. We're going to start off with Tom Adors here. He goes, <clears throat> has Jack Martin for Colton been the biggest dud high-paying recruit in recent seasons? Expected big things ever produced. Other notables are Adam Tomlinson, Brad Hill, and Rory Atkins. Tomlinson a bit rough, did he say? Yeah. Tomlinson a bit rough, Brad Hill a bit rough. He's been okay. Uh, yeah, he's had his moments. No, I'd say Brad, they, Hill, Brad Hill overall has been... But they didn't really give away the, the bloody kitchen sink for them. For them Brad Hill's... But neither did... I think he's more talking about the contract they have then signed at the club. Uh, because technically, Jack Martin went Brad for Hill's biscuits. not on a big one. So The thing is with Brad Hill, like, people forgetting, he's a three-time premiership player. All right. So, of course, the price is going to be relatively high for him. Good player. He's the best player out of that group. Um, Tomlinson, stiff, played on a wing his first couple seasons at Melbourne. Mm. Um, and he was a shoe and he would have got a premiership medallion. No dramas last year. Last year. Um, and... Well, he's been in a bit of a... Melbourne are really good, so it's tough to get into that side, but yep. he's getting a couple of games at the moment. Who was the other one? Rory Atkins. Uh, very cheap. Very cheap going from Adelaide up to Gold Coast, and he hardly is playing. I think he was a um, can, it was a benefactor of the way they played in Adelaide. Yeah. I don't actually think he's that good. Yeah, Agreed. Yeah. Um, yeah. And who was the actual person that we're talking about? The original Jack Martin. Oh, abs- I think he's one of the most... Take out the money, I think he's one of the most overrated players in the game. Mm. You remember he was a uh, one of those early um, what like sixteen year old draftees yeah. back when they did it when Gold the, Coast. Um, and, oh, I yeah. know, I know what GWS. I know what it was Is called. He from WA? Jesse Jesse Hogan was one as yeah, well. Yeah, Jesse so Hogan, was Brad Crouch, um, Brad Crouch, the Jay Grow mi- the mini draft. They yep, the it. mini draft. Yeah. Yep, um, all those players <coughs> have ended up being really good players. But would you say they haven't reached their potential? You could argue that point. But Jack Martin, um, for the talent yeah, that he wow, had, all four mini draft players yeah. have yeah. at some point. He's good. He's good for fifteen minutes, but that's the thing. He's last year. Carlton were paying a million dollars for him. Nah, rumored, rumored to be paying. It was a front. No, it wasn't a front loaded. It was a front loaded contract. Front-ended. So he was yeah. he was being paid a million dollars last year. But very good. He's a cherry on top kind of player. Yeah, true. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Cobb makes his return to form. Absolutely. Um, we're going to go to. You know what we're going to do? We're going to do back to back Cobb. What? Okay, because. 
You can't really answer this one, bit of NFL. You can oh. if you want. Go you're, on, shoot it to me wearing, first and give me a second. You're wearing a 49ers jumper, okay. so... Uh, pretty substantial rumours that the Packers will use their draft capital. Who's this question from? Big Cheese. Okay, yep. He's a Packers supporter, by the way. Oh, of course he is. Cheesehead. Yep. To either trade up to a wide receiver or trade their picks for a vet wide receiver. Um, would you trade up for the likes of an early draft pick? I'm not really um, all up to date with all the young draftees, but would you rather draft or do that? Or try to make a big trade for a Metcalf, Brown, or Debo Samuel? Personally, he would trade up and take someone on defense. Mm. Okay? Because mm. he feels... Uh, oh, sorry. And he goes on defense, which seems to make no sense, but I feel like A-Rod has the ability to make average guys look great. So he pretty much is saying... In terms of an offensive player, Rodgers will make them look great anyway, so he wants to improve the defense. Yep. But So what are your thoughts on well, the Packers trading Why up? would you go to the draft when you still have Rodgers? Would you not go for Broke in his last... Probably his last year. So a bit of context for you here, Kobe. They had a guy called Devontae Adams, mm-hmm. who's wide receiver, who yes. is now the highest paid wide receiver in the game. Yes. And he's now with the Raiders. He got I traded. D- I did know Raiders. that. So... Um, they're going to go to the draft and get some wide receivers. They've never drafted a wide receiver in the first round, Green Bay. That's always been Rodgers' knock on the front office. But front, uh, I feel bad for Big Cheese here because his quarterback is one of the most selfish human beings on this earth and decided yeah. to get a massive contract. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and sorry, was it like four years? Yeah, four years? years, 50 mil a year. Yeah. Yeah. But the funny thing is the Green Bay Packers, have, their front office has come out and said, we see it as four one-year contracts. So essentially they're saying they're happy to flick him at any time right. during certain off-seasons. He's but a strange cat, isn't he? Very. He's very, very strange. But um, to answer his question, uh, no idea what Green Bay will do. If the if they're going to trade up and get Jordan Love, who's no good, and give up future second-round picks, then they should go and grab a wide receiver who's within striking distance for them. So they've got no... Sammy Watkins, I think, has gone to Green Bay now. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's about it. They've got no one else to throw to. So, Correct. Yeah. Okay, this one... This one comes from Anonymous. Anonymous? Directed at Kobe. Oh, this is interesting. Is it a question or a statement? Is he accusing me of something? I'll get to it. We want to ask you about the details of someone you met at the Beaufort the other week. Oh. Oh. And if it's true that you refused to exchange numbers due to her living too far away. And then you quoted, that's too far away. Fuel and Uber are too high in today's economy. I'm a shoe in for a number from there every week. A closer one will come soon. <laughs> Is it true you said this? All you need to say, yes or no. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Anonymous. That's good very good. Love Shit's that. expensive. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I feel like I know who that is. We'll, we'll work one guess. Out later. One guess. There's very thin. There's a very thin crossover between people. In the know and people who listen to this. Oh, are you going to... What, are you guessing or not? I'll, I'll keep it under my... Okay, good. <laughs> keep it my uh, Kane Sarich, how long does Toby Green last before he gets suspended again? Toby's back this week. Yep. Imagine, imagine, imagine if he had done what he did last year with the new rules. Mm. Look, to answer his question for starters, I think Toby's going to be responsible and last the season. Oh, Next season, though, who knows what's going to happen. I know Toby's done a lot and had a lot of indiscretions in the past, but Toby, your team really fucking needs you, mate. Yeah, very much so. They really fucking what are they now? One and, th- one and four. four. One and four. They really fucking need him. So 
Time to put your big boy pants on and grow up a bit, Toby. Oh, yeah, those, those 42 first-round picks really need their other first-round pick back to win. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Really need it. Yep. Um, this one is a two-parter. Is, Hudson it, is it accusing me of something again? <laughs> no, it is not. <laughs> it's a two-parter from Hudson Babbage. You will Who's somewhat you? agree. You me, are Cobber. Hayden. Yep. You will somewhat agree, but somewhat disagree. Oh, I love this. So, so uh, but the thing is, I'm not sitting on the fence. That's well, the great well, thing about it. You will think whatever he says is dumb. Okay. <laughs> Do we think there is an internal issue at Port Adelaide? I get they are missing Dixon's presence, but surely one player missing couldn't cause what is happening right now. Now, this is where you may disagree, and this is where I actually agree. To me, the list is too good for Owen Five. So what do we reckon? Well, they should have been. Is there something inside? Is there something internal? And are they too good for Owen Five? You start. Kobe. You go, Kobe. Um, I agree that Dixon doesn't make all the difference, but if you look at the bottom six players that they are playing every week, they're not great. Who would their bottom six players be from that come uh, to off mind? Off the top roughly? of my head, Jackson Mead. Mead. Yep, he's a kid. Probably Finlayson. Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh Motlop, did Motlop play in the 22 Motlop, last week? Yeah, Motlop didn't He's do been a, in and out of the sub in the 22. Didn't do a great deal. Uh, so I think the key outs that they have... Tom Jonas is just a flog. He's a flog. He's a good player, mate. He's a skipper. He is a good, he's player. A good player. So he's not bottom six. So like you look at it, the big issue with them, and it's been... And I agree with Kane Corns on this. None. So Dersma, Butters... Rosie, I'll take Butters probably a little bit out of it. Yeah. Rosie's fucking sucks. Mate, a lot of their players that had shown early signs of improvement have plateaued a bit. Butters, yeah, he's racking up a few touches, but his impact, you could argue, isn't there yet. It's very... Um, uh, I find he's, he's an impact, impactful player, but he has Dustin Martin potential to be of impact potential. Mm. Um, a bit like Dill. But, yep. hey, I said it in the preseason, and I went on record to say I think Port were going to finish 12th, bottom eight, when you take Michael Voss out of the midfield coach room. 11th. Don't Might you have take been 11th. it down a notch because they're now last. My bad. <laughs> but you take out Michael Voss, you take out Jared Schofield, and you replace him with two coaches, you know. I'll tell you what the, what the issue is. He stars on sunrise every morning. Koshy. There's your issue. Koshy. Putting too much pressure on the group. <laughs> but tend to disagree. Is the list too good for 0 and 5? Define what's too good. So I think they're they're back they mentioned their game style. They're one of the worst teams to be able to move the ball from their back half to the front half. And they're the exact same again this year. They haven't showed sign of improvement. Their midfield depth is average. Ollie Wines is now out. But Ollie Wines is going to be out for a while. Yeah, he's going to be out for a long time. So guess who's their next guy off the rank? The cab off the rank. Fucking Mead. Mm. All right, they've got Willem Drew playing in there. Sam Pepper playing a bit of forward. Willem. So they're almost midfield depth is like West Coast. It's very shallow when you mm. start going into it. Um, and Charlie Dixon, you can't deny his absence. They lit, he didn't dominate every game, but he was the focal point. They kicked it to him, which allowed Fantasia, Butters, Rosie to crumb. Fantasia not playing as well. No, exactly, he's not playing. And just to just to tell you about Dixon's impact, we have once had people's voice questions asking, would we rather fight him? Yeah. Or someone else. Yeah. Like, mm. he's a big, he's a scary yeah, he's man. He's a big unit. He's a scary man. He's he's not so much, I know a lot of people give him shit that he doesn't rock up in big games, but Port Adelaide, kick it to him, 
and he gets it to ground nearly every time, which yep. brings in the smalls. Yep. So, um, is it a culture issue? It'll be interesting to see what they do this week because their second half was actually fantastic against against Carlton. Yeah. So, good luck to him heading forward. And his second question, what is your go-to ice cream flavour combo if you had to get two scoops? Um, I would go... Mine's very Pokey fat. Pokey into <laughs> Cookies and Marshmallow. Excuse me? That's not a real flavour. It is. You've had it in America, haven't you? No. Um, Baskin and Robbins. Nice. I'll probably go with the Cookies and Cream. Ben and Jerry's, I apologise. I'll go to Cookies and Cream. And then if I had to get a second flavour like to my combo, anything caramelly. Yes. I'd probably chuck Correct. in like a caramel swirl. So effectively the same. What's a hokey pokey? The little caramel pieces. Sure, you didn't specify that, mate. A lot yeah. of people would sit there and go, what the fuck's hokey pokey? I, I think most people know what hokey pokey That's is. like saying there's a pineapple in the middle of it. Well, do the hokey pokey and you turn <laughs> it all around. Um, for me, I am very generic. Fun fact, over my trip away, it was the first time I've had ice cream in about three years. Whoa, that's a long Not much years. of a sweet tooth. Not much of a sweet tooth, but chocolate and chocolate. Period. Done. That's it. That's, that's all. I, that's a crime. No, it's not. It's it's crime. Is, it is the fucking best. Mate. You're that's a fucking crime. Maybe a little bit. Of, maybe a little bit of cookies that's, and cream. That's a crime. M&M. I'm a criminal. <laughs> uh, all right, a couple left. Jackson says Saturday, five p.m. Fence, the resurrection. <laughs> be there or be square. Casey Vander, <laughs> best sport to watch at the pub besides the footy. Mm. Boxing. I, th- I honestly think it's something that because obviously we are. Wired to watch the footy no matter what. I think at, if you're at the pub, you want to watch something where you don't really need to hear a whistle. Mm-hmm. You don't really need to hear anything. Yep. So maybe like a UFC. Mm-hmm. UFC. I've yep. watched a few basketball games at the pub. Have you? They go all right. Okay. It's not yeah. too bad. I don't mind tennis. At the pub? At the pub. You sit there. <laughs> of course you So would. this is the thing. It's, of course, you need to hear the out calls that come out. Well, you but, can work it out. But you can work it out. But you sit there and you go... Oh! Yeah, <laughs> thanks, Dil. I thought you'd hit your knee again. No, but like, if you're, but if you're sitting there watching a semi-final or a final, so it has to be. The key thing is, it needs to be a big game. You can watch it at the pub and you ride it. So Ash Barty. But if they're big games, normally they got the big speakers, like out in the beer. Uh, not always, not always. Got to see Paradiso. There's no TV. Who the fuck is watching oh, Ash Barty's final at the SC Paradiso? Me. I'll burn that place to the ground. No, it's because you went and you had it on your phone, didn't you? Yes. That's <laughs> not what we're talking about. What do you mean on the screen? Um. Uh, he's locked in tennis Yeah, yeah. I've locked in tennis mate. And then the final one What a noodle <laughs> <laughs> This one comes from Alex He wanted My trade for this week Specifically oh. He said my name Dylan Mason Because you're going so well However no, oh, Do you want me to show you The, the tweet the, it's I don't no, need no, to no, say no, it, However we you. will go All of our trades On this Wednesday night What are we looking to do This week boys I'm in a bit of strife with my side after killing it the first round. Mm-hmm. Um, my mid prices have. Didn't you come on this podcast and say check out the spot that I'm in? Yep, in on the yep, 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 yep. And we've gone down since then. Yep. Um, it all started, and I'll say it here on the pod. Um, years so last year, it's well documented. Didn't have a good season with fantasy, um, and that coincided with me in the the white line fantasy competition that I'm in, as as you are deal as well. I am. Um, all my successful seasons, I was the last person to pay. 
All right, and I had really good top four seasons. So that's what you're last season. Oh, last oh, season. Oh, so <laughs> no, no, no. So last season, I paid straight up. I was like, got to be a good bloke to Ben Stockton here, who looks after the competition, and had a really shit year. And then this season, I had a really good first week. Fantastic. I was like top five hundred or whatever it was. And then I paid Ben Stockton after round one. You're genuinely saying you're cursed. Yep. Yep. So if you, you you if you pay your entry fee, yep. you will not go well. Cobb's yep. got money troubles. So That's no money, no money troubles. It's just ethically, I want my team to go well, and I will then pay the money. After so you I'm, think good karma? Yeah, it'll come to me. But yeah, really, you need bad karma. Yeah, essentially, because you're such a good boy. Yeah. So it's just a little shout out to Ben. <laughs> so anyway, I'm going down a long window. I had Caldwell, I had Rao, I had Blakey. They killed the early doors, and now they're plateauing. So I'm struggling a bit. Um, at the moment, I'm gonna. Take a bit of a punt. Going to go Rochelle to Rosie. What? That's yep. a serious punt. What? And I'm going uh, Rao to Justin McInerney from Sydney. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, I'll have 140k left in the bank. Rosie, what's he? Ro- Rosie is priced below Horn Francis. Yep. He's also priced less than Rochelle himself. Wow. 21, 48, 54, 55, improving 113. <laughs> improving. <Yep. laughs> he scored 113 this week. Gentlemen. 24 gen- touches. Yeah, but that was marks, a weird, weird game. Gentlemen, no wines. Boke played forward for Port Adelaide. Mark. And Rosie's percentage, his uh, centre bounce percentage. If he went gets up. over 85 this week, I'll, I'll give hand you it whatever to you. you want. I'll hand it to you. Sure. Well, I need to do something. So. Yeah. Um, no, I like it, but and then and then I've got O'Driscoll sitting at D six still. Yeah. Um, so I want to flick McInerney to D six. There's nothing better than um, than making outrageous trades five rounds in. I have to. Yeah. I literally have good. to. Um, so last week I went rogue after three one hundreds and got in Zach Williams. Ugh. Didn't perform, but it was a weird little. Game. I played it was you. A weird Kobe. game. Doc only got in, like in, seventy. In, so in yeah, fantasy morning. I played yep. you and Dill pumped me. So yep. I was but very rageful. How did he pump you? Oh, it was silly. <laughs> so I was very, I was angry. So I decided to go Cripper and Titch for the two big dogs. So you held Crips this yeah, week, did, last week, didn't you? Brace for Brayshaw and Bailey Smith. Mm. And then I'm thinking about it and I lost my, my angry head. Now I've gone Paddy McCartan and Pat Nash to Ben Hobbs and Tim English. Okay. You probably wait a week on Nash though. Yeah, but it was either him or a Shelley, and I couldn't get anyone good with a Shelley. Fair enough. So that's fair. And enough. also, though, I'll take it when I can. There is it for Crips holders. There is a chance he's out this week. Yep. You better I, be watching. Exactly. You better be watching Victoria Airport if, or Melbourne. If he doesn't, the, if he doesn't play. Yeah, Tullamarine. You better that, be watching Tullamarine to make sure he's on the Thursday plane. Thursday will decide what I do, but otherwise, my plan is to then trade out Pruce and put English there, and then with that. And down Gosh. to someone random, and then with the extra money, go yeah, Marshall okay. back up to Gorn. And for Crips last week, for me, I traded in. I was like, let's go rogue again. All right, everyone's starting to jump on the Keller Mills train. I said, no, no, no. Let's go Jai Simpkin. Ooh. And Jai Simpkin had been going really, really well outside of his one game. One he got game, yeah, one poor game, because I've, seen, I've, and he I've was considered on, him myself. This is the, I call it the Caldwell effect. You sit in the 60s at three-quarter time, which you're looking likely to get 85-plus, and you're fucking... Jump off the football field. You go and let your teammates play with 17 because you fucking don't go near <laughs> it. You are struggling. He ended up on 70-something, 70 72 or whatever, and Jai Caldwell 
He he is allergic you to are anything criminal yellow. Criminal. Yeah. Year. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, all right. To round us out, I at this stage I'm looking at going um, Rochelle to Ben Hobbs. So I'm paying up, and Hobbs will stay on my field. Yep. Um, so I'll get 200k from that, and then I'm going to go Matt Real, who is just nowhere. playing. He's, he's nowhere. I'm going to go to Cogs and do a bit of DPP. I was 5k short of going keeping Real, just because I'm a bit obsessed with getting the rookies off first. Is Real, but Real Joel Selwood, who's a better player? Right Real. now. Right now? Real, yeah. Matt Real, oh, okay. Still who's, Real. So you th- still think Real's going to win a Brownlow? Um, Real will end up in the Hall of Fame. It looked like Geelong just wanted to keep their play. Joel Selwood on the bench. Yeah, I'll yeah, tell you, I'll tell you right now. Stuart Drew won't have a job next year, and mm. Matt Rowe will win the, the, the that's Brownlow that's and the Coleman. Really hey, this is actually about my fantasy. Sorry, I'm just, I'm just trying to get an understanding as to if you've called your Jets on Matt Rowe yet. No, no, he's no, done. My Jets are still hot. Willem Drew and Matt Rowe, who's better? <laughs> <laughs> that's a different question. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Matt Rowe to Cogs was 5K short of going Horn Francis to Cogs, but Rochelle and Rochelle and Horn Francis both got 50s. Yep. It's the typical hindsight. If they both had got 60s, yep. I would have been able to afford the trade. Who's sure. the last rookie you're going to have on your field? Uh, well, Dacos will probably... Yep. Dacos might not move. If he, go the the, if he averages yep. in the 90s, he stays at D6 yep. and you yep. say thank you very much. Yep. Yep. Is he everyone's D6 now, Jürgen? In the uh, entire competition? Maybe not right now. Not but yet. Future, 100%. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so very there good. you go. Let's get into a bit of content. Thank you to the listeners for sending those in. Alrighty, boys. The NBA playoffs are on. I know who you are, by the way, who sent in that. Hmm. Really? Yep. The lank. They'll get what's coming to them on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, NBA playoffs have started. couple teams looking fire. Pelicans. They, the Pelicans. They lost. The they Pelicans. But there are two teams that are 2-0. and um, The Bucks might be 2-0 and tomorrow, but that's tomorrow's news. Right now we've got the Golden State who are absolutely dismantling. Yep. Uh, the Nuggets, and we've got Miami. We're putting on a clinic against the Heat. Had someone on Twitter against uh, sorry against the Hawks. Yep. Had someone on Twitter yesterday telling me that the Hawks are better than the Heat. That is so wrong. It's not even funny. And he what said, do you do on Twitter? I just find fights to get into. <laughs> hey, Dill's really funny for those uh, listening. Dill's tweets. It, I go through. I scroll through, and whenever there's a fantasy football or a Dallas Mavericks post on something, Dill Mason just comments. Yes. He is one of those trolls on Facebook. I'm not a troll. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. On, when Dill's mad. He's mad. I'm oh. not a troll. But I do get mad. He gets mad, the big fella. <laughs> All right, so who right now, who, if you are the rest of the NBA, who are you more scared of right now? Are you more scared of Golden State or Miami? Golden State. That that new death lineup is... Mm. Look, I, I'll, I'll even admit straight up, I did not, not have faith, I did not see... Jordan Poole getting to this level. I think as well he is benefiting from having Steph and Clay and Draymond on the court. Of course he is. And he's making the most of it. And he's a Mm. bad man. Yeah, he is. No love for Miami though? I I love Miami, but to say who you'd rather be, you'd rather be Golden State. Yeah. Like they're um like let's be fair, Steph's playing off the bench. If if a team if a team that's better than Atlanta come out in the next round and just Pressure Jimmy. Where do they go from there? But this is the thing. They like, start passing to Tyler and Duncan. What the, if they're missing shots? But yeah. this is the thing with Miami, which I've been so on them all year. They're not a regular season basketball team. They have put this roster together yeah, for, for the playoffs. The playoffs. Yeah. And the fact that their next opponent looks likely to be Philadelphia 
which they're going to be able to put some bodies on James Harden, put some bodies on Joel Embiid. That's a really good matchup. And like, yes, PJ Tucker, but you've got Jimmy himself who, what did he have today? 50? 45. 45. 45, 5 and 5. Yep. And those role players, <coughs> sure, it's Atlanta. They've been pretty solid. So, um, but Golden State, like you've got the championship DNA right there, don't you? You've yeah, got Draymond. Sure. You've got... Gold-blooded. Uh, yep. Gold-blooded. I actually The only thing that. with Golden State that I'm really worried about is defending the big man. They will not be able to do that. Well, they're doing a pretty all. good job on Jokic. Yeah, they but Jokic... Yo- yeah. oh, hang on, I'm going to say this as well. Right? The thing with Jokic is that we know he's a gun, yeah. but there's no number two. No, there is... That, that Nuggets team is fucking awful. Like, yeah, it is. It's hard yes, to watch. We know they're missing Jamal Murray and Mike Porter Jr. We know that. Yeah. But that is a team... That's one of the teams where you look at and you go, how did Jokic get that team to the playoffs? Sure. Because they are horrid. They yeah. can't defend. They can't switch to save yep. their lives. Yep. Look, Golden State, and they've done it for years now, they're the hardest team to switch against because you either double Seth and you yep. leave Clay or you switch and you get open shots. Yep. That's how it works. But they are awful. When Jokic doesn't have the ball, it looks like... Before I'm gonna bring him up. Before JB went nuclear, it was a bit, it was a bit Mavs esque. Mm. When Luca doesn't have the ball, Jalen off- Brunson. Jalen Brunson. For those that don't know, yeah, the offense, the the offense is just stagnant, and you don't know what's doing. This is worse than that. This is yeah. like, like Aaron Gordon taking seven threes a game. It's yeah. disgusting. Yeah, it is. Um, and it's not unfortunately, it's not fair on the big fella, but. How we are with the NBA media now? He's getting the blame, and they're yeah. saying he shouldn't be the MVP. But um, and like so, the next round, I and this is obviously a really rogue call. It will not surprise me if Minnesota beat Memphis. It will not. So did get touched me. up it's today? It's going to be a did. serious yeah. game. It's It'll be a series of momentum swings. It will. Um, and if Minnesota do get through, I worry about that matchup against Golden State purely from a cat perspective. So you got Cat, and then you got. He's also weak blooded. He is weak blooded. But the long game that you need to look at in the West is okay, who's going to match up in the finals if we make it on Giannis or Embiid? So, and neither of these teams in my mind outside of Phoenix really have the, the cattle to do so. Obviously, Utah, but Utah are Utah. So yeah. I can't see him getting past Phoenix. Whoever okay. wins the Dallas or yep. Utah game um, series, no one's getting past Phoenix. So yep. Phoenix is going to roll through to the Western Conference Finals. Devin Booker, Hammy today? Yeah, Imagine absolutely. If the Pelicans beat him. Oh, that'd be so funny. But that is a good. Does just I know it's just a little touch point, but if the Pelicans win <laughs> and they beat the Phoenix Suns, yeah, Zion stay or go? I think he's. Uh, I, I think, think he's staying. I think anyway. he has to sign the extension anyway, yeah. and then he'll probably wait an, one more year to ask yeah. for a trade. Sure. Good segue though. Can the Mavs win it from here? One all going to Utah on Friday. When's Luca back? I thought he was back game three. So he, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be this. I think it's going to be if Luca plays game three, it's going to be sixty percent of Luca, right? If I'm honestly watching as a Mavs fan, this might sound like the craziest thing that's ever come out of my mouth. I don't want Luca to play game three because you want a hundred percent of Luca. I send them in, try to ride some momentum, try to steal game three. If you still game three, I am then still not playing him game four. Yes, correct. If we lose game three, you play him game four, try to get him as fit as possible for that game, and so he can be 85% and go nuclear. I honestly believe, though, if we can go one and one in Utah, I think we can beat them without Luca, and that's crazy mm, to say. Mm. Uh, Utah, the most depressing team ever. They are. and They're not going anywhere. Look. 
I, I watched a bit of Utah in the regular season. We Mavs play them four times. They get a few ESPN games. And obviously, I'm watching this series quite closely. The Rudy Bear hate is, is so exaggerated. It really is. He is a fantastic You player. should see. and He deserves a lot better someone's, than this team. One, oh, of, yeah. one of the... One, and, and, you know, a journalist said this on Twitter. And then I, I, re, I re-watched a few plays very much late in the stretch. All the Utah guards, they let people blow by them because they know Rudy's going to be at the rim. You yeah. should see Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell gives them a um, a carry bag with yeah. some shampoo and it a does. toothbrush as they go past them because he knows that Gobert's going to be there. But that means Gobert then has to feed off go and defend the corner of three. His man. And then Maxi fucking three bar, mm. eight of 11 from three. Yeah. Yeah. That guy shot 12% from three after the All-Star break. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's not... That you, look, Rudy does get exposed a bit when you have to switch a lot, like against the Golden State. Yeah. Yep. But, you know, Golden State are a rare breed. You know, people like to cl- crop the pics and st- crop the videos and stuff. But Utah... Well, uh, I mean, you could say with Dinwiddie Brunson playing the way he was last night and when Luca comes back, they're a bit of a Golden Din- State Dinwiddie, from Dinwiddie's been bad. Dinwiddie's been bad. Yeah. But Utah are killing themselves. And, the uh, you know, your Conleys, your Mitchells, have to stand up on the defensive end, you'd yeah. be surprised. Because Gobert can't do it all himself. That team won't look the same next year. No. Unfortunately, Dylan. Doesn't matter what happens. At the end of this home stretch for Utah, the series will be 3-1 in <sighs> favour of Utah. The reason being, Utah yeah. are one of the best home teams and have one of the best home court advantages in the NBA. And Jalen Brunson, great job, mate. 45, was it? 41. 41. It is extremely difficult for players of that nature, role players... To have exceptional games away most from Most random 40-point game in the playoffs I think I've ever seen. Mm, but so probably one of the most, like, after he did it, everyone was talking very about Very efficient, yeah, very, really efficient. So, and this is the thing. Teams that go to a go away and play away, their efficiency drops dramatically, right? You're going to have to... What you're essentially saying here, Dill, is that you need Maxi Kleber to score another 25 points and hit another 8 from 11, or whatever yeah. it was. You need Brunson to score another 41 and you need Dinwiddie to score 20-25. No, well, you don't need to be so negative. That's no, 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 it's just a reality. So I think you can drop, like I said to you though, you can drop that production from yep. Maxi because Dinwiddie has been bad. Yep. He will have a good one. Oi, fact eventually. for you. Only eight teams since 1980 have had three or less turnovers in a playoff game. Mavs had three on the weekend. Dinwiddie had all three. Oh. So And he's been shooting, shooting poorly as well. So put, put simply, I think Dallas... Played the best they could have played with the lineup that they had, mm-hmm. and it was at home yep. against a Utah team who was under five hundred away. Yeah. So, for me, Utah will co- go back home, win both games. What if Luca plays game three? Do they still win uh, both games? See, I, where is his, Where is he getting these home and away stats? Hey, he's got, he's got the. Standards. I've got numbers. I've got numbers. Um, I don't know because no one knows how. How I'm just really worried that Luca. Does a Kevin Durant? No, I am petrified. Yeah, oi, the thing is, generally petrified. I can't. I almost can't believe how naive Americans are. Yeah, they like as soon as it happened. I don't. Is it just because we have like a better grasp of injuries over here? I don't understand. As soon as he did that calf, and he limped out, everyone's like, "He's walking. He's walking. It's fine." Yeah, unless you literally tear your calf off the bone, you're going to walk off. Hmm. But that limp was seriously exaggerated. And as soon as I said that, I was like, uh-uh, that's this, not good. We had this conversation in preseason, Kobe. There needs to be a genuine number two with 
for, for the Mavericks in these sort of instances that happen. The yeah. great thing about Philly, and which is why I'm always so high on Philly, is that if Embiid goes down, Harden can take over. Yep. If Harden goes down, Embiid can take over. Mm. There's a genuine... They're both number ones, but there's two options. Yeah. With Luca, literally, the ball is in his hands 95% of the time. Mm. And if he does miss or go out, well, they're fucked. All those players that play with him, Brunson as well, rely on Luca. They rely on... Yeah, him. it's Luca and role players. So if Luca goes out, all role players need to step up. Not just yep. one. And that's extremely difficult to wait But hey, mind. it's still going to be a great series. Yeah. I'll be surprised, really surprised if you win a game in Utah. If you do... Your chance. We're on, yep. All right. Last question to finish us out on the NBA. Oh, no. We're going to do one thing after that. But would a ring mean more to Steph Curry's legacy or Chris Paul's legacy? So the way the reason I ask that, you might you might say to me and go, Dill, you're talking about someone that has never won a ring versus someone that's won four. And I understand that, fellas. However, does Steph Curry's ring elevate him into a, are you top five all time? And does Chris Paul elevate him into a, you're potentially the second best point guard behind Steph Curry? So who's what would a ring mean, mean more to in terms of careers? Mm, it's hard to compare because they're four different reasons, if you know what I mean. And what are those four different reasons? No, because there's they're four different reasons, not four. O, there's, not who you are. Ah, gotcha. It's not four different reasons. Yes, yes, yes. You because if Chris Paul... That's actually funny because it made sense. So Chris Paul gets it. Yep. If Chris Paul wins a ring, all of a sudden he is probably a top three point guard of all time. Mm. Yep. If Steph gets it, he's potentially top five of all time, and he's done it again without KD. Yeah. Yep. Um, and he's probably if he if Steph wins the championship and he wins Finals MVP, that's a different story. And then, he will though. Then he finally gets it'll it. be it'll be almost like I know LeBron was the best player. But there was a point there where in the bubble that we thought Anthony Davis could win the finals MVP. But yeah. we knew, uh, I'll just go to LeBron. This is sort of similar. Right now, we're being completely honest, Jordan Poole is in finals MVP. Yes. If this was the finals. If they win, yeah. However, it will go to Steph. Because yeah. he was robbed of one a few years ago. Mm. So, the legacy will actually impact, I think, Steph a lot more. Yeah, I think so as if, well. And it has strings attached. If he wins the finals MVP as well, then for me, he's top five all-time players. He'll obviously become God, number one. He's got four rings already. He's got four, three, three already. Oh, three. But the thing is, and it's been my knock on Steph, is that he hasn't won a finals MVP yet. Mm. Right? Because they just go so physical on him in the playoffs that usually his percentages and everything go down. Yep. Yep. In regards to Chris Paul, it'll be really interesting to see with Devin Booker how serious his hamstring is. Apparently, it's just tightness. Really? Yeah, apparently, okay. it's just tightness. Did you see him fist bump the baby? That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Funny. But if Chris Paul then carries this Phoenix side, Phoenix, well, until Devin Booker's fit, mm. it will be almost the perfect yeah. ring for him. Yeah. Look, I think it's Curry as well. Um, and I think the scary thing is right now, so like, if we're being honest, Curry 30, Draymond 30, Clay 30, right? But the style, the, the gameplay they're playing right now, I don't see it as a, oh, they're getting old. Mm. This might not work. Sure. Shooting, switching, Draymond goes to the five in crunch time. Yep. I don't see this. If they win the title, I don't see this being a one and done. And making Curry go from three rings to four, we'll mm. say with a finals MVP, that's literally the stuff that could go from, if you've got Curry from 11 to 20, which might even be a bit high if you've got him from yep. 15 to 20, 
that could genuinely put him six to not six to ten. Yeah. Um, yeah. with the possibility of going more. At the end of the day, Chris Paul, great for the legacy, but he's not cracking any top twenty. He would go from the fifth best point guard to the third of all time. Mm. So, yeah, I'm with I, I think it Steph is, as well. It is so interesting with this um, Devin Booker hamstring. If this for hamstring, sure. I, I oh, Dill, tell me I'm stupid. Okay. All right. Yep. If Phoenix, sorry, if Devin Booker is out for the rest of this series. Yep. All right. Would you say there is a really good chance that the Pelicans could actually win this series? Look, the answer, if we're being honest, the answer should be no. The answer should be this Phoenix team, 65 wins? Devin Booker played nearly all of them. This is the thing. He's not like a role player. He's the number one guy. He's the number one scoring option for them. And they're going to sit there. He was fifth in MVP. They're going to sit there Mm, and they're going to say, DeAndre Ayton, here's the ball, and you've got Jackson Hayes and Valanchunas to go up against. All right. I'm, 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 mm. Rely on Mikael Bridges to score. You're going to rely on a 30, what, eight-year-old Chris Paul. I, I, think they're in, yeah, I think they're in trouble, mate, if mm, he's not back. No, I think even without Devin Booker, they could probably beat eight, seven, and possibly six seeds in the West. Sure. Mm. Like, I think they are well. a very deep, very experienced team. Let's, let's not sugarcoat this. They had multiple games this year without Book and CP at the same time. Mm. Mm. It's uh, oh, it's, Boy, it's going to be an awesome playoffs. It really like, is. I think you take I think you take Book and CP out of that team, and they're still mm. playoffs team. Oh, great, yeah. yeah. But it's it's funny. Oh no, yes, both of them off. Yes, no. they're still a playoffs team. No, they're not. Yeah. That's Actually, ridiculous. Yeah, I, I, no, I, I'm I, serious. I completely That's disagree. I completely disagree. You agree with me? Two seconds. Yeah, I know. But now I actually thought about. <laughs> it. So the reason why I said this deal, and I know we're speaking heavy on NBA here. If whoever all the people need to learn, it won't shock me if Devon Book is out. Phoenix best side in the West by a country mile. Don't say it. The Pelicans could go into the Western Conference Finals. Oh, <laughs> oh no, no, no! Hear me, hear me out. They could. He's back. Hear me. He's back. You said call you stupid. You stupid. Yeah, no. He's back, baby. Listen to me. Listen to he me. He's back. All right. Utah are flawed. And we're finishing on this. They, all I'm saying is that they're flawed. Utah. Yep. If Dallas win, well, Luca needs to be fucking fit. He does. Yep. And if he's not, mm. or do I think they get past Phoenix? No. He said it. He said it. The Pel- it won't surprise me. He said it. The Pelicans going to the West they Conference do. Finals. They do. What did he say? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's it good won't one. surprise me. Who All knows? All righty, boys. Good chat there. Moving on to the footy, boys. Boys, mm. give me a hug. Why? What do you need to do when, when you give a hug? What happens when you go to embrace? What, what What's right now? What he, are my arms doing? He puts his arms out. I, arms are out. I get where you're going with this, but that was terrible. Boys, the ar- arms out is 50, okay? Whew, that's probably, look, in terms of actually impacting the game. AFL? Like, yep. yep. In terms of... What? <laughs> what? Hey, I'm just no, thinking, I'm thinking one weekend in Sydney watching NRL. <laughs> I was on MH370. Um, oh, <laughs> um, obviously, in terms of rules, the rules that are pretty much... In, the, the rules that impact like the flow of the game, like your stand rules, your 666s, six, yep. they're the most important. You know, We know that. This could be one of the most ridiculously absurd rules ever added, and it could change, it could change the game. The free the fifties that were paid when the arms go up and it's demonstrative, big word. I'm I'm okay with that. Demonstrative. 
But the ones where it's Harrison fucking, what's his name? Harris Andrews. Harris, yep, Harris. Harris. Harris Andrews. And he just goes, like as if to say, what, what can I do? And that's 50, that's a bit much. Because he's not yelling at the umpire. All he did was go. Go ahead. It's like he sighed. It's like he sighed and went, Ugh. Why do I feel like Hayden's about to agree with the rule? Because uh, I do. No, that's... Well, I right. agree with the rule, but just have a bit of common sense. No, the bloke's just giving away a free kick. I actually... It, oh, the worst... What, what, like, I he's actually... Not, he's not saying anything bad. This is going to be good because I don't agree with the rule at all. So, Hayden... If you go into a shopping centre... Oh, here we go. Okay. And Kobe is working in retail. He's working at Rebel. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he... I'm the customer. I'm about to say this is not the same, but continue. No, no. What I'm saying is, if I start... You've had some arm, good takes tonight. If I start putting my arms out and I start, you know, going, what do you mean there's no shoe in store? What do you mean? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a free kick. Get Guess, out of my no, store. No, no, no. <laughs> Everyone in the shopping centre... Looks around and goes, this guy's being an absolute tool. Yes, correct. Leave, leave the retail homer or shop owner alone. Stop being a dickhead. Mm, the retail uh-huh. homer. Whatever. <laughs> Dull. Dull. <laughs> the umpires have a hard enough job as they do. It's mm. the hardest game to officiate ever. And for too long, players have been able to get away with absolute murder. Oh, on I the field. I completely agree. Yep, yep, yep. They get away with agree. absolute you murder. You don't get rid of murder, get away with murder off the field. That's You go to jail for that. Yes, That's for sure. Thank you for clarifying. But, if, <laughs> but like, if you... Why is it different? Take out a football field. If you yell and you know scream at someone, it's you're an abs. Don't do you're it, a mate. Tool. Don't do it. Mm. Agree. Don't do it. I completely agree. I, I heard a term. I heard a term long ago. I couldn't. I haven't heard it since like fucking ten years. Respect the umpire's decision. When was the last time we heard that? Heard that line? If I, they're going to get it wrong, they're human beings. Shit, boys kick the football and they turn the ball so over. So you agree as with well. what I'm saying, though? In what aspect? The what is his name? Harris Andrews. Harris Andrews. The yes. Harris Andrews one was ridiculous. He didn't say anything. This is all, not, all he did was. Uh, okay, I'm in. I'm, I'm skipping back. Just, just jump in. Just jump his in. Hands up. It jump is in. my turn. Go, no, I'm skipping back. That is exactly right. He didn't say anything. The, the, and the rules have worked perfectly this year. You say anything to the umpires, you're done. 50, let's go. Come with me. Putting the arms out and just going. The reason why there's not fitting. The reason why there's so much anger. Towards this topic is that we saw that Melbourne preseason game. Yeah, it was eight fifties given. Everyone's going, yeah. "Shit, this is the new rule." No one had a drama with it. Yeah. Okay, yep, no, no issues. But since then, there's it been was also barely tell. It was also on KO like extra. Yeah. so you didn't yeah. see much of it though. But it was ever since then. So the whole football world went fucking hell. Pulling, pull our heads in here. Yeah, yep. Ever since then, it's been a very relaxed approach over the early rounds from the umpiring group. Yeah, and it's come out only recently that Brad Scott said, "Guys, to the umpiring groups, you guys need a." Force this, yeah. Okay, which is great. And then they've come out and done this. You can think what you want about the Harris Andrews decision. Yeah. There's still a a gesture towards the umpire questioning his decision, which is in the rule book. Okay, yeah. and as we know, umpires are up to interpretation as mm. to how they want to adjudicate the rules. Yeah. All right, that's the benefit of being an umpire. Just don't do it. Yeah. Brad Scott came out today and or yesterday, and he said people asking for where is dissent, what is dissent. Brad if, Scott goes yep. zero. None, if nada. That's the line. Zero. Don't do it. If they pay the same shit over the course of the weekend, then go and, for and it. And that's the thing. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, I I believe. Well, we could see it. The rules at the start they've worked well so far. Yep. Any, you know, you can. It gets replayed all the time. Players yep. stopping themselves from staying. Stuff. Yep. Isaac Heaney was a really good one. From I the just weekend. think if there's no words, I just think the arms out. It's a bit, you know. 
it's it's the old thing. Yep. Imagine if you're 65 out in the granny with, and you accidentally give the arms out. But if you've got if you've got Harris Andrews on Thursday night, yep. not saying a word and yep. literally lifting his arms probably five centimetres. That's why I don't agree with that. And then two days later. Um, George Hewitt. Yeah, that'll be fixed George though. Hewitt it will now be fixed. Yep. So sure, there's if incon- that's fixed, done. Go for sure, it. Sure, there's inconsistencies with it. There's yeah. going to be mistakes along the way. My one of the um, things I do enjoy is when I hear people get up in arms about the Harris. Oh, it's going to this rule is going to decide a game. It's mm. going to uh, uh. yes, it would. It would decide a game if, if the score if the score was one goal to zero goals. Then it would affect the game. Yeah. If there you, was you like if this, there's hey. twelve goals yeah. in a game of football. And one of the 12 results in a 50 metre, well, there's been 11 goals kicked as a result from either yeah. bad defending or another aspect that you could control as a team. It's not actually the umpire's fault or that instance. Mm. That is but very it gets true. Highlighted. That is very true. It makes Absolutely. me laugh. Can we talk about how bad the umpires have been in general? They've been, yeah, been Just shocking. Just use some common sense, boys. Uh, the Adelaide Richmond game. Shea Bolton tries to kick it forward, dribbles out of bounds at his half forward line at the junction. Yeah, it's been awful. Deliberate. Richmond are down by two goals with five minutes left. Why is he deliberately trying to get the ball out? Insufficient intent? Common sense. Just use a bit of common sense umpire. There's been rules in the game that have been brought in recently, and that was the right call, right decision. Sure, it bounced out. They're umpiring to the rules of the game. They're not umpiring to common sense. But it is clearly not deliberate. You watch the clip. It's insufficient intent to keep Mm. it in bounds. Do I agree with it? No. Not particularly. Do I think it should be ball in? Absolutely. All right. But the rule of clearly states if the player has not, you know, done enough to try to keep the ball in bounds, then it should be deliberate. Yep. All right. And one thing before we finish on the umpires, whatever you do, do not try to compare it to what happens in the NBA. So because, this is the thing. Because that, that is like, so a lot of people say the NBA refs are soft um, because they'll give out, you know, they'll give out text for like swing on the, on yeah. the rim and you'll be yeah. like, oh, why the hell have you... He just swung on the rim. Why is it a tech? You didn't realise that for three quarters. He's getting verbally abused. And they get in their faces too. Yeah. So, yeah, that's absurd over there. And you you wouldn't be surprised if you see, you know, the NBA sort of start to be more harsh on the... So, they're, they're quite funny with the NBA. Obviously, you had the Malice in the Palace years ago when yeah. a player went in and, you know... Four. There's so much. There's so much abuse towards officiating crews across all sports. It's utterly disgusting, to say the least. Um, but in football, we're taking a bit of a lead and trying to cut out yeah, shit you antics. Want, you want kids to be umpires. Oh, but even like you sit there and just like, guys, the umpire makes his decision, deal with it. So rightly or wrongly, the hard one is is when, and it's human nature, the great one with the Geelong-Brisbane game from a couple of weeks ago, obviously I was on a plane last week, so we couldn't debrief that Thursday game. But yes, sir. the poor umpire said uh, when Harris Andrews got pushed by Tom Hawkins, and he gave his reasoning as to what he thought. Then you go, ah, yeah, stuff that one up, mate. Yeah. yeah. All right. So if you take the microphone away, you don't get that interaction um, with the fans, which makes them obviously yeah. feel feel yeah. pretty average. But yeah. got to support the umpires, and it starts with just. This is where we need nothing. the White Walker umpire discussion. Correct. Um, we're going to quick fire this next one because uh, we don't want to spend too long on it. We are getting up there in minutes. Fair flag favourites. Uh, Correct. Should mm. Hawkins. Or Cochin have been sanctioned. Should either of them been sanctioned? Hawkins for the dive yeah, for diving, and Trent Cochin for I don't care who you sport who you are. I've always been very. Kick. I've always really laughed when people are asking someone to get fined for 
flopping when he got a free kick. Mm. Like, and then that's where it's that's the thing though. It was an incorrect umpire decision. No, well, should he so disregard what the umpire did? Should either of them be fined? Different actions. I but think Cochin should have been fined. Mm. That's, that's, that's a quite an obvious that kick. that could have. And I think Tex, could have been a week. I think Tex he was very angry in what he was saying. Also, but sh- I think he was probably right. Yes, in saying but if that they, was me, I hasn't would he also hasn't he also? Oh, same with if it was Toby Green, yeah, or Mitch Robinson. Um, haven't they already been fined for mm. Tex speaking Pretty out? Sure. Yes, he has. Yeah, like five k. But no, Cochin kicked him. Yeah, hundred percent. Mm. Oh yeah. Cotton gets away with it a little yeah. bit. And Hawkins, look, I'll admit, at first, I, and I'll say this, I'm all for finding staging. I hate it. Should happen in the NBA as well. Should happen in every sport, especially soccer. Fucking soccer. But at first, I was like, mm, nah. And then they showed an alternate view, and I was like, oh, yeah. Tomer. Yeah. yeah, it's probably a couple it's bucks funny, out of your pocket, mate. It's funny, though. If he was Jack Darling, it's an obvious flop because he does it all the time. Mm. Whereas I don't remember too many times that Tomahawk's fl- flung himself around like that. Yeah. It's funny how staging is a fine, isn't it? Like, um, It is funny, it, but it should be. Yeah, but it's you just sit there and you go, like, if, if umpire thinks they're staging, like, it should just be a free kick against, if you know what I mean. For staging. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, it's, like, I, I, feel, think, I feel for our blessed umpires because yeah, there's t- so many fucking rules yeah. that they need to take into it at one time. Like, oh, it's, and that's it's the thing, a I think, hard job. I think the flopping, I think the reason why you couldn't pay it and the reason why you just have to call play on is because... That's a big call to make yeah. there to say he flopped. Yep. Let someone on the weekend, over the week, who's got multiple replays, they can sort that out. Yeah. But if you think they plop, flopped, yeah. just call play on. If yep. if I was umpiring that in real time, I would have paid it as well. Mm. Could, yeah, you, it's a tough Could you imagine probably. if there's a player that gets paid staging against and it, it was quite obvious. Well, is it a free staging. kick? Was a free kick, yeah. Yeah, it was a free kick for a push. No, and no, then no, but I mean, like, it's not a free kick when you stage. No, no, it's play it's on. It's play on. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought it was staging, free... not a free kick. Oh, my kick. bad. I no. thought staging was actually a free kick. No. My bad. In soccer, it is. You get the red card for yes, you do. what's yeah. it called? It's called something. Yeah, yellow. Not exaggeration. It's called um, st- uh, simulation. Yep. Yep, Go- going down too easy. Next one coming up. Who has right now the most deceiving record in the comp? As so in fraudulent, or we're saying under the... Mm. Both, absolutely both. Get, Either way. Get your ladders up. Um, get your ladders up. Who has got the most deceiving record in the comp right now? Either they could be underperforming, so watch out, or they might be overperforming, don't worry about them. Why are you asking this? Is it because you're jealous of the Dockers? Absolutely not. Yes, you are. There's another team on their same amount of points that I'd say are being more deceiving than them. St Kilda? Absolutely. It's just tough. I actually think the Saints have... Mate, look at some of these teams outside. Oh, but so if you watch the footy they've played, so they deal, actually deal. look quite good. A lot of people are going to hate me for saying this, but St Kilda, the brand of football that they're playing and all this, the numbers and the yeah, statistics, stacks up. they're going to be a top six side, not a top Whoa, eight side. They're going to be six. really going to push it. Was anyone going to predict them to be this good? Of course not. No. All right. Yeah. But they tick. And when you got Max King, yeah. who is going to take over... Mm. AFL and be the next big key forward in the competition, mm. shit, you'll be fine. So yeah. and Freo like 
yes, we've played some terrible teams and we have some terrible teams coming up after Carlton and Geelong. Like I said before the year that we could you, very well be seven and two. Yeah, that's what you said. You said you should, yeah. Yeah, we should be seven and two. Like our percentage is 141 and we're second after Melbourne yep. for scores off turnovers and score, scores yep. off the back half. Everything and stacks that's, up. That's where the game's played at the moment. So Everything stacks up for Fremantle, but the one concern is West Coast have already been waxed by COVID. Fremantle yet. To be yeah, whacked it by does COVID. look like it's coming. But it's coming. Chapman out, Henry out, Young out, and Johnson, Johnson, Johnson. out as well yeah. with COVID. So Fremantle, oh, it's hard. You actually want them to hold off until the bye, and then almost say a Melbourne they get decimated by COVID or something. Yeah, a game that they're already going to lose. Correct. Um, and then we just get. But um, you just hope. You just hope. But for uh, me, so outside of the obvious, the big one for me. Um, are the doggies, mate? I was about to say them as so well. The Western Bulldogs, two and two and three, two, two and three. three. They're such a hard read. They yeah. are just they're. If you get them in finals, you don't want to obviously play them. But in the regular season, they're just. You know, oh, what they, happened to them against Richmond? That was absurd. Oh, that is they just cool kicked seven nineteen. Seven nineteen. So, like, they're still trying to work out the Norton Eugle Hagen yep. one two punch. Yep. English being English being Sol Ruck. Libba's playing more half-forward. They're trying to work out how we get Bailey Smith in there, who's been killing it. Yeah. Um, so they're still they're, they're the perfect team that goes, we don't care about the first half of the season. All right, we're going to try to yeah. gear up for the second half and gear up for finals. Yeah. So yeah. I'd probably also say that there's two teams that are either lucky or unlucky to be where they are. One's Collingwood, because <laughs> they've actually played some good footy. Mm-hmm. They had a big lead against Geelong. Yep. And they very well could have beaten Brisbane on the weekend. Mm-hmm. They weren't out of the game. And then the other one that's probably lucky to be where they are is Carlton. Oh, thank 50 you. 50 points against Thank Port. you for segueing. Carlton, and they are 4 Hawth- and 1. Hawthorne game as well. Uh, 4 and 1 and they have give, they gave up 48 points worth because yep. they're up by 50. Yep. And they're up by 5 or 6 goals against Hawthorne. Yep. What are we is there it's still, too, to is there still into, too much of Carlton of old or what's going on? No, there? I think it's actually an improvement of Carlton. So the fact that they're getting... To de- give up a 50-point lead. But the thing is... To hold on and win. To hold on and win. But no. No, but this is the thing, deal. It's like this. So old Carlton would roll over. Old Carlton wouldn't have been 50 points up. That's what I'm trying to say. But they would roll over. Mm. That was the Carlton of old. And the fact that they're hanging on in these crucial moments, all right, yeah. Uh, yeah. you want to be in as many close games as, yeah. you, as you can. And the fact they're holding yeah. together, especially on the weekend um, without Paddy well, Cribs, they, massive they, for them. Yeah, they put it pretty well at three-quarter time when Port were starting to come back. Yeah. Um, the last game that Carlton played against Port in Murphy's 300th, mm. they were up by five goals at half time, lost by 96. Mm. Yep. So yep. that's old Carlton. Yeah, that's yep. right. Um, it will be... That was absurd, that game. Yes. So Pit that seems to be really important. For Carlton as well, we got massive. Which oh, so you got deconing rocking. Yeah, um, but just with Carlton, it's that there will be a team that you would wouldn't want to play against essentially when it comes to the um, big pointy end of the year. Mm. I mean, you got Crips that midfield, especially pretty at the MCG in a home game. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, they're going to be there thereabouts, and yep. they're just working through. Like, you don't want to read too much into front half form. Yeah. It's the back half that makes makes the difference. So, um, I won't be surprised if this is just a, a prequel. For Carlton and next year's yep. the big yeah. year. Uh, last thing we're going to talk I've about. I've got a question footy. before we go, somewhere, deal. Uh, we're still on footy, but do you want to ask it now? Mm-hmm. I also have to say, I'm sorry, I forgot we we're going to do the playoffs prediction. I didn't just. Oh, no, that, I, I forgot didn't just about say that too. Fuck first, <laughs> I actually forgot. The first half of the Eagles, did you watch it? I was at the game. Was that the worst thing you've ever seen? Oh, one of the worst, yeah. Mm, I, was, I fortunately did not watch that it. That was horrid. That was one of the worst. And watching the old boys just get smashed around. Boys, can we talk Eagles, Dockers? Um, 
We can. I have. I've inside. I've inside a word that at halftime the Eagles in the change rooms were fucking gassed. Yes. Gas. Gas. We had. We. Uh, I went with Tiana. We had her se- uh, seats. Yeah. And after halftime, a group of young, vibrant, 18, 19 year yeah. old males came up there who were supporting Sydney. You know, annoying. However, they had this thing where they would do the build up. Ooh, and then whenever Tom Barras put his hands on his knees or his head because he was puffing, they would then celebrate. Yeah. And to say the least, they didn't shut up. That's how badly Brass was gassed. Do you think that he was? He if if it wasn't for him, they, they would have lost by hundred points. They would have lost by hundred points. They'll gassed at halftime. If do you think it's them being underdone, or do you think it's them being led to every contest and every bowl by Sydney? It's very simple because they were getting run around like headless chalks. Not fit enough. Yeah. Plain and simple. It's if you get beaten, endurance running around the ground. You're either a not fit enough, or like let's not underestimate what we need to understand is that West Coast midfield. All of them extremely underdone. Extremely underdone. That's why it looked so bad. They shouldn't have played. For those that are saying, Hayden, you didn't watch the games, I'll watch they it sh- back. Th- I'll watch the whole game back. They shouldn't have played. Xavier and no. should have played. I'm for sure. I've always been in the comp the camp to get them back. But with the season pretty much pretty much gone, I don't know why you're rushing him back. For sure. I they need to play on our side when they're fully fit, I understand that. But yeah. play them in the waffle, get some tickers under their legs. Yeah. Tickers. What am I tickers. talking about? Get some tickets. Yeah. And let the kids play a few more games. The thing I that's didn't really that. annoyed me with this is that everyone's saying that Simpson's doing a really, really good job. So like, sure, that game that we won against Collingwood was unbelievable. It was, it was remarkable, right? Yep. Simpson's rushed back players before mm. as yes. a collective. And it hasn't and worked. We, and it hasn't worked. Yeah. So why are we doing it again? Great, so the fact question. that they, they haven't learnt from previous mistakes, great which point. I think... Goes to a broader yep. issue within the club. Simo's a premiership coach and Simo leans on his premiership stars a little too much at times. Agreed, yeah. Um, Whether it's because the Eagles have no depth or not, he just does. It's almost very elitism, if that makes sense. It's almost favourites. It's really. all, It's almost like, yo, he's back, let's let's get him in. Yep, yep. yo's back, Shuey's back, Kelly's back, yeah, let's bring him in. It's like, and no, I, no, no. Yeah, and reward. then, um, yeah. who was it? Lion, uh, Brownie and Rewalt said it really well just about the... You know, the effort of the young players when the boys do come back, it, we, they, you know, he didn't, Lyon didn't say this is what's happening, but there's a big possibility that they know that they're just going to be out of the side, you know. Yep. So what, why try? So what, why try? Or the opposite, the big guns are back, I can relax a bit, yeah. but you never know. But it's like you look at coaches like, I don't think at the selection table we've been hard enough over the last few seasons. Sure, we haven't had at least our full complimentary. Yeah. Like we haven't had our full complimentary. Of course, yeah. you want your best players playing. Yeah. But Luke Beveridge would go not playing yeah. X player. Yeah. yeah. And I think right. Justin Longley was probably in the same. Yeah, yeah. Like, shit, like Neil Rasmus has been really good. Well, I mean, Nathan Wilson and Griff Logue are both playing twos at the moment. Yeah. And if you had to told me that at the start of the year, and that O'Driscoll and yep. someone else would be playing in the one side, I'd be like, mm, yeah. oh, that's yeah. really interesting. So, um, with West Coast, Sydney's one of the best sides. They're top four side. They're going really, really well. So it's just West Coast. Oh, who wins? Eagles or Port? Oh, Battle of the Bugs. Are you going to be able to watch it? No, Port, 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 will, will, win, Port yeah. will play really well. Are you going to be able to watch it? Yep. I don't know if I'm going to be able to watch, I'll it. watch it. Port, Port will play a lot. Port are a better side than what West Coast are. Yep. By mile. Yeah, I All agree. Right. Yep. I want to finish on this, right? I, 
it's been a while since we've had an individual player critiqued as much over the weekend. So this player played early in the round and did the rounds on every single footy show until the end of the week. I don't think I've seen a worse game from a star player. So if you if you look at the star category and look at some games, I don't think I've seen a worse game from a star player than we did a Brody Grundy on the week. Mm. Just gone. You kept his name very hidden there for a long time. I'm sitting there just going, and now we even everyone this is and this is how badly he got criticised. Is Brody Grundy a top five ruckman in the game right now? And are we literally going to sit here and say him signing a new contract means he doesn't give a fuck? Is that what it is? Is the game... Well, put your finger on something else. Is, the, is the game passed? Because it's not past Max Gorn. How can it be past 27-year-old Brody Grundy? I think Brody's really struggling with the change of game style for Collingwood. They are playing a lot faster. They're playing a lot faster, and I think he's probably getting a little bit lost, and he's just being asked to be like Toby Nankervis, which is compete in the ruck... Compete on the ruck and maybe link up. Compete in the, the ruck, compete on the and ground. And he didn't, didn't lay a tackle or a mark. Yep. Mm. First time in like eight years. Yep. So Brody's never been a strong contested one-on-one player yeah. in long down the line situations. No, but yeah, but he's been able to. He's he's those years when he was dominating and not we'll be saying a top five ruck. We're saying top five player in the comp. He was almost like an extra mid. Yeah, yeah he was that's, averaging twenty two touches though, a game. When we say when we say make a contest on the ground he's always been quite good at that yeah but he's always he's, he's, he's probably the best kicking or skillful ruckman in the game when it comes to his Excuse kicking me, ability did you see Sean Darcy's 50 metre bomb on the <laughs> no, weekend don't do it Boom. but Brody Grundy would get a footy and, be, footy and be able to hit a 20 metre target of course with a opponent straight up his backside very very skillful player but I think yeah I think he's just struggling just watching him um, he's struggling to sort of get involved within yeah. the new um, Collingwood style I don't know how that Collingwood goes looks, Collingwood go very boundary as well um, when they exit so and then they run it up by hand as much as they can so it's very hard for a ruckman All right, here we go to end on this then <clears throat> I'm going to say you're Collingwood right now yep so we're using Collingwood style because hey Brody Grundy could go play for Carlton and dominate again you're playing, you are selecting a Ruckman right now as Collingwood. How many are you selecting before Brody Grundy? None. You're not selecting Max Gorn before Brody Grundy? Oh, I thought not, you were just Collingwood. No, not like. Darcy Cameron, your mong. You're selecting Brody Grundy. A lot Brody of people Grundy. A lot of people are saying that you are now selecting Tim English. Tim English. Are you selecting to be your Luke solo? Are you, so if Luke Jackson is on his own, you are picking him over Brody Grundy right now? Yes. <laughs> yep, yep, I am as well. Holy I've got all three shit. of those guys ahead of Brody Grundy in regards. And before this week, I probably would have. What picked about Darcy? Before this week, I probably would have picked him before Darcy. No. But after the weekend, no, I would have picked Darcy. No. So I, I've got Darcy just behind Grundy. Mm-hmm. So I think the if I'm going right now, so the season finishes tomorrow, we never see AFL ever again. All right. Yeah, yeah. Best ruckman in the game, it would go Gorn English. That's come a long way from what you said about English last year. Oh, he's improved out of sight. Yeah, correct. He's 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 what Brody Grundy was three years ago. Because I said to give him time. He's a ruckman. Kobe. Always needed to give Tim English time. Yeah. So um, played against him. Did you? Mm, you very quiet man. Really? <laughs> very quiet. Doesn't surprise man. So kudos to him. Correct. Um, Max Gorn. Yep. Tim English. Yep. I've got Rowan Marshall and um, 
Luke Jackson. Ahead of Brody Grundy. Rowan's yeah. been nowhere so the thing is, the, the other two. Rowan's, Rowan's been able to go forward and be a, a forward option. I'll call him Rowan. Rowan. <laughs> Such a bad name. Um, where Grundy doesn't go forward. Yeah, so yeah, if I'll Brody goes forward, then I'd like to see that. Um, but they just they just don't do it. Luke Jackson's going to revolutionise the competition. Yeah. I just soon. It is crazy to think that a player that two years ago we were saying, are you a top five player in the comp? We may now not even have him in our top five rucks. But hey, I it hope is. he I hope he bounces back and I hope he dominates against Sensident. I've still got him in my fantasy I mean, wasn't side. Wasn't it two weeks ago he had 126 fantasy points? Yep. Yeah, but And I took him out for Bruce. But I don't have him anymore. Correct. So Alrighty um, boys. Oh, yeah. you wanna go? Uh, I was just gonna say it's interesting to see the trends of guys that have signed long term contracts with mm. their clubs and how they're performing. It's, it's very baseball like. You know what I love thing in the NBA. Ste- Stephen Canelio. What do I love? Contracts. Contracts. Stephen Canelio. We're not starting on contracts now, are we? No, we're not. It's very late. It is, yes. Cogs, long contract. Brody Grundy, long contract. Any other contracts that come to mind AFL-wise? Oh, Andrew Gaff, long contract. Yeah, yeah sure. Oh. Gov. Yep. Gov. Who Jeremy McGovern. One shining light this year, apart from him getting COVID. He's been good. He has been good. All righty. Let's move on now. Let's get into the quiz. So, we are doing a bit of a um, who am I quiz. Okay. But. I guarantee I lose this quiz. What we are going to do, I have three categories. I'm not really good at these. Easy, medium, and hard. So, what's happening? The playoffs have just started. So, I thought to myself, I thought to myself, boys, what do you have to be in the finals? Clutch. Bang. One point, Nicole. Oh, wow. Oh, we already started. One point, Nicole. Oh, wow. What are we doing? (laughs) You have one point. Thank you. That actually scared me. Yeah, didn't it? It got me. So what's going to happen? You're going to do a who am I starting from scratch. Uh, These players are based off the sports that we cover here, so there won't be any... um, Ice hockey. Ice hockey. Won't be any baseball, not even any UFC. I know, spewing, right? Mm. That's my specialty. Through 21 questions, you have to get to the player. Yep. If you get him... Are we asking the questions? Yes. Okay. If you get to him, you get half the amount of points that it's worth for that question. You then have to pick the moment, the clutch moment they had in their career for the rest of the points. Right. So their most clutch moment. So we have, or a clutch moment. Sure. A clutch moment. So easy is worth two points. So for example, you give me the play, you get one, you give me the situation that they were in, you get the other one. Okay. Four points and eight points. Okay. okay I'm going to see how, we, how this goes. Okay. And just so you guys know, just so we don't have to beat around the bush, these players can be retired. So... If you have to ask a question, Ooh. which is a yes or a no, a good start may be, is this person retired? But first you have to get the score. Is this person retired? All right. Fuck. Person number one. Kobe, I like you, so you can start. Oh, okay. <laughs> I died on the plane. No, see, now nah, this is the problem. You are taking too long to just ask a simple Stop question. Stop it. That's the first one. You've just given it to me, dude. Yeah, correct. I would have already answered by now if you didn't butt in. Ooh, <laughs> gotcha. All right. Does he play in the NBA? No. Is he retired? Yes. Did he play for an Eastern Conference team? Oh, my God. No. <laughs> what? Does he play in the NBA? No. Does he play AFL? Yes, he did. Oh, fuck. He's retired, plays AFL. Did he play oh for an Eastern State team? Yes. Is it Leo Barry? Yes. And what is his... How the fuck did you Leo get that? Leo Barry, you star! And what is his clutch moment? Leo Barry, you star! What did, what did he do? 
five grand final, what taking you, the massive mark. Bang, Kobe, two points for you. Actually, Sampy was held. You, there's fucking collusion there. No, How could you figure out, out of all the retired players in the AFL, is Leo fucking Barry? This is a clutch. He's retired. He's got a clutch moment. It's either him, I Buddy, thought of or like I, I would else. have thought of a thousand different players. Okay, next person, Hayden, you can start. Guess the sport, guess the retiree. If they are retired, that is. Did they play in the NBA? No. Bang, go. Is he retired? Yes. AFL? No. Uh, English Premier League. Yes, a part of his career, yes. Oh, is it David Beckham? No. Oh. Sorry, most of his career. Is it Sergio Aguero? Yes. Aguero! You're Very good. Kidding. So that is four points. You've got a thing. Yeah, no, I did, mate. I said fucking David Beckham. What's his clutch moment? <laughs> no, it was for England. It was so for England. you got the uh, first four points. You had one for the clutch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four to one. All right, Cobb, you can go again because... What clutch? How oh. it started there. <laughs> uh, right, AFL. Me, this is now medium. AFL. Was AFL. that easy or hard? That was easy. Oh, okay. Uh, AFL, yes. Currently playing? No. Come on, Did mate. he play for a WA team? No. Did he play for an Eastern States team? Yes. Heath Shaw. Yes. The smother tooth. Yeah. Let's go. So that is worth. Now you're thinking. Yeah. So that is worth. Heath Shaw. (laughs) Chances, Cobby. (laughs) So that's worth four (laughs) points. That whole answer is worth four points. Yeah, baby. So it's five to four, Cobby. You start. Did you just call yourself Cobby? Yeah. (laughs) Cobby, you start. With a Y. Uh, NBA. (laughs) No. AFL. No. Premier League. No. F1. No. Ooh. Cricket. Yes. <gasps> Australia? Yes. Is he retired? Yes. <gasps> oh. Can I buzz in? Glenn McGrath. No. Peter Siddle. No. <gasps> Did he retire recently? No. <laughs> oh, fuck. Is this clutch moment between 2000 and 2010? No. Shane Warne. Yes. The Gadding Ball. No. Oh, no, what it is. He won't know either. Yeah, he So won't. that's two points to you, so it is now seven to four. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Was it in the Big Bash? No. The hat trick? No. With David Boone's catch? No. I'll go another one. Oh, Cobby. I don't know. Oh, you don't know? I do not know. Have a guess. Um, Marrying Liz Hurley. No, good one, though. Was it the spell against South Africa in the 1999 World Cup. It was. Yes! Gets my dick hard. So, I don't even know what I mean. <laughs> so he takes uh, full points for that. So you're on nine versus four. Very oh, fucking hell. Very interesting that you chose that as his uh, clutch moment. Correct, yep. Yeah. Uh, that's why. It could have been anything. Yeah. So these fi- these final ones are worth eight points. And they're wow. hard. They are hard, okay? Kobe, bang. NBA. No. AFL. No. Cricket. No. EPL? No. F1? Yes. Here we go. Is it Max Verstappen? It is Max Verstappen. So you move to eight points. What is this clutch moment? Uh, Last year, in the last race, overtaking Lewis. Correct. How is that hard? How is it hard? Because you couldn't get F1. But then once you you guess Max, so... I reckon it's more of a medium style. I think Heath Shaw is harder than So you're on 12 and you're on nine. Mm. I love it when a plan comes together. <laughs> Winner takes all. Last one. Oh, shit. You lost. You're on 12. He is on nine. So you go, Hayden. NBA. Yes. I knew it was going to be NBA. Currently playing. No. 
Is it Michael Jordan? No. Oh, damn it. <laughs> that been Ray Allen. Death. No. <gasps> Eastern Conference. Yes. LeBron. No. Ask some more questions, you Eastern doofuses. Conference. So what is it? 12 to 9. 12 to 9. Co- ah. Kobe's li- his live score update. 12. Hayden, 9. Was he deemed a role player? Yes. Steve Kerr? Yes. What was the clutch moment? The fucking Michael, pass it to me. I'll be open. Yes, Switch. the clutch shot against the Jazz. Fucking let's go. He mate. wins the quiz. Come on! Oh my god. Oh, just for those? We're in units. That's why I survived the plane crash, baby. <laughs> Alrighty, thank you everyone for tuning in. Good to have Cobber back. Good thank to you. have Kobe up and about as always. See you, Maggie. Thank you for joining us. Quick one. Who wins Anzac Day? Uh, Collingwood. Collingwood. I hate losing the quiz. Bombers for me. See you, boys.